What's up, everybody? Richard from True Shot back today. We have another episode of the True Shot Guest Spot Podcast. It's a nice sunny day out here in good old New Hampshire, so the door is open. Today we got the band Seasons on from Virginia, and these guys are pretty cool, man. You know, they they write some just fun, energetic music. We're going to be playing with them at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. I wanted to have them on, kind of introduce myself to them, and uh, just see who, who I'm going to be playing with. I want to make sure I'm playing with some respectable people, and these guys deliver just that. So I'll be quiet. Let's get into the episode with Seasons. Matt and Josh from Seasons. What's going on, fellas? What's up? How you doing, man? How's it going? I know we all we talked for plenty of time before, but you know we got to get it. We do the usual podcast intro. How's it going? How you doing? Like we haven't spoken before, but uh, I'm, I'm stoked to have you guys on. Um, as as you guys obviously know, and as people who probably by this point probably know as well, I just did a reaction to your track "Bounce." And, uh, you know, we're both going to be playing Blue Ridge Rock Fest. I was like, hey, man, I got to get these guys on. I kind of want to meet them a little bit before we play the show, maybe rub some elbows there. So I'm stoked to have you guys on. Look at that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I elbows. Like yeah. Elbows. You know, whatever the kids call it nowadays. You know what I mean? Hey, but, thank uh, you so much for having us, man. Look, I'm a huge fan of True Shots, so. Oh, well, that means a lot, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I guess I'll dive in just by saying like the first time I ever heard of you guys was Kevin Yates. For those of you that aren't familiar with who that is, that's FYM Reacts. And I mean, he was just he hyped you guys up to the high heavens. So how did that how did that all uh, come together with you and Kevin? Dude, uh, so we actually um, there's another Richmond band. um, Gravebound. They're actually on Blue Ridge as well. Um, we kind of, I don't know, I guess you you could pull the local scene card. We kind of piggybacked. We saw them. They got a reaction, and we kind of wound up reaching out. And then you come to find out, like, Kevin's favorite genre ever is metalcore, and they kind of yeah. fit in because we're just a bunch of stupid metalcore kids anyway. And we're like, hey, man, check this out. He wound up liking it, and the relationship kind of developed from there. Yeah, and he ended up coming, like, out to the States with you guys for, uh, what was it, Metal in the Mountains or something like that? Yeah, and that was really cool, too, man. That was literally, we wound up, we got a feature from the our local NBC outlet, which um, I'll tell anybody, like, this band is the luckiest band, the most accidentally lucky band. Like, we just try stuff, and people say yes, but we reached out to, like, NBC 12, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll cover this, and we had a crowd a crowd funder um actually paid for kevin's ticket over here and like yeah i think it was like, think it was like four days man but like everybody like sent him over here and yeah kevin's really solid man if you, if you guys are not following fym I, I don't know why go subscribe like it's a solid dude so, josh do you echo matt's sentiments that you like kevin are you kind of like, yeah he's all right whatever yeah he's 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 all right i'm actually fairly new so i'm i'm horrible with names oh, are you okay I'm still trying to learn the lingo and the who's and what's. So you're you're new to the band. Okay, when did you join? I joined probably about three days ago. Yeah, yeah six days ago, six months ago. <laughs> six months ago. Oh, damn. Okay. What compelled you to join these knuckleheads? Anything in particular? 
Um, I needed something exciting. Of course, it's music that I love. Um, every time I've been in a band, I wanted to go towards their direction. Yeah. And it's never gone that way. And they actually hit me up after a Halloween show last year mm. and asked, offered us to, to join up. So I said, sure, why not? I'm in another band as well. But I want that. That was that's my bread and butter. I love seasons. I've become their fan and a member. Cool. And 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 uh, you said that like kind of past bands that you were in. What was that kind of sound? And then like, what were some of the band? What are some bands that you like that made you like go towards seasons? Well, I mean, I've been in stuff like bands that have like a black key sound. I like that stuff too because you can play that anywhere. But I've had bands that were like they just wanted to be nothing but thrash and just oh uh, yeah yeah just cramming as much blast beats in as you can as possible all of that kind of stuff and it's just it just wasn't me i want something with better structure and a actual like hook to it yeah that's exactly what seasons have i actually had a i burned a cd of all their songs and i literally listened to that cd back to back every Dude, oh, literally, all right, so to his credit, and I'm going to make fun of him because, I mean, <laughs> hey, man, whatever gets you from point A to point B, but, like, when he came in, he was like, hey, can you guys have any CDs? And we're like, no, dude, everything is digital. We don't have CDs. <laughs> and he's like, no, I need a CD. So the first show he plays with us, like, it was a home show for us, so I wound up riding with him uh, to the show, and I get in his car, and I'm like, shit, dude, you're still relying on a CD player. <laughs> but that's how he learned our songs damn so uh, what, uh, what cars have a cd player i mean what, what's what what i'm trying to uh, think a 2002 hyundai santa fe <laughs> dude i got a, I got a 2013 infusion i got bluetooth but i still got a cd player <laughs> Do you, I, I, I honestly swear, like i don't even know if my car does it might but i don't think i've ever even like had the like oh let me see if i can use this i just never have so i probably do but i don't even know but no, that's cool. But so, like, what are some of the bands that you guys kind of like that? Because I know that you said, Matt, that you're kind of a metalcore kid. So, like, what are those bands for you that make you that metalcore kid? Um, to deep dive that without getting too long-winded, um, yeah. I would actually, like, I'm the old dude in the band, the oldest member. It kind of hurts my feelings saying that. <laughs> um, I'll be 34 next month, actually. But uh, I'm a big-time, like, new metal guy. Um, yeah. metal Metalcore, too, uh, Seven Dust is my all-time favorite band. I've seen them, I think, literally, like, I don't know. I think I'm up to, like, 23, 24 times. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm a fanboy. I'm not afraid to admit that to anybody. Those dudes are great, and they're extremely talented musicians. As far as the, the metalcore side, um, I feel like it's everybody's go-to, man. Like, a day to remember, um, I prevail. And then if we go back further than that, like, I'm a huge, like, It Dies Today fan. Like, oh, put on, like dude, put on your guy liner and let's go. Like, that, like <laughs> I love It Dies Today. Are you a big Azalea Dying fan, too, if you're going way back? Not so much. I mean, August oh, really? Burns Red, yes. Like, I, mean, I mean, I like As I Lay Dying's older stuff, like Confined and stuff like that. Pretty much everything before Tim lost his shit and tried to kill his wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I heard about that, you know. I, I think that floated around the internet there for a while. But I think, like, Blue Ridge, like, the, the new metal's coming out. Like, I mean, all of us, like, I know you guys probably deal with it, too. Everybody deals with it, like, as far as, like, 
you know, the whole social media side, but like we're losing our shit. Like we're over here every day losing our shit. Like they announced like Papa Roach and Limp Biscuit, and I know like, I'm dude, I'm 33. And I'm sitting there like never in my life did I ever think I would be on a festival with Limp Biscuit or Papa Roach. Like that, that that's out that's out of this world. Like metal, metalcore or not. Like I'm like, dude. I get to share the stage with Fred Durst and Jacoby Shaddix. That's ridiculous. Dude, when I saw that they announced Limp Biscuit, I was like, what the fr-? I was like, what? But, like, hey, but here, but here's what's cool. And a lot of people, and this dives into my music nerd side, I'm sure Josh yeah, can echo this too. But, uh, you know, Limp played for a while without West Borland. We're from Richmond, Virginia. West Borland is actually from Richmond. But uh, not only is this, I know, their first Virginia show in 22 years, but it's their first original lineup show, which means Wes is with Limp Biscuit, So you get the full-on experience. It's, it's Limp Biscuit with Wes Borland. Oh, that's sick. That's good. Uh, dude, I'm so pumped to see that. And uh, what day do you guys play Blue Ridge anyway? Um, I think we can say this now. Um, my wife's over here giving me shit about limp but uh <laughs> um no we play uh we play saturday if okay. i'm not mistaken we play saturday we are main stage i believe main stage a saturday if i had to get specific but not that that holds any weight yeah we play on sunday i was like i might as well go on the last day you know so hopefully they'll send it off with a bang you know dude we are camping and i promise you i can promise speak for myself i will be in the pit for you guys like you uh, guys are awesome. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Blue Ridge, man. It's uh, – I know that you guys – I know uh, not Josh because, you know, he just joined, you know, 48 hours ago. But uh, <laughs> but when you played Metal in the Mountains, like, you know, like what was that kind of like? And did you learn anything, I guess, from like that uh, festival experience that you're going to carry over into Blue Ridge? Move your ass is probably one of them, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I know I feel bad. It is only me and Josh who could really like hop on this podcast due to everybody's schedule, but uh, with him being new, um, so we kind of screwed up. We kind of, I won't lie, we stole a page out of a data remembers book. Um, we are very much like fun oriented guys. We're the only thing that's like really, really true about the bounce video, like that's obviously that's not our everyday life, but like right, we, right. we like to, we like to have fun, man. And so we were like, hey, how can we create a lasting memory? Oh, let's make a giant mess. So we're like, hey, let's uh, get beach balls, toilet paper. Let's just throw shit everywhere. Yeah. So now, oh, dude, we we trashed uh, Blue uh, Metal in the Mountains, like the venue. Like they spent like three and a half days, from what I heard, cleaning up after us. So it was like we made a mem- we made a memory, but now like we're on Metal in the Mountains this year, and we're sitting here watching fans. And Josh is new, and our other good, our rhythm guitarist Nick, he's new as well, not as new as Josh, but um, like everybody, all these fans are like, "Hey, are you guys bringing toilet paper?" And the venue owners like reading comments, and he's like, "I'll kill every single one of y'all if y'all do this again." <laughs> but no, man, just do something memorable. That's uh, that's the whole thing about being in the band. That's the beauty of it, and I'm pretty sure you could probably relate as an artist yourself. I mean. The biggest thing that I know I live for personally, I can only speak for me, is if like I've been through a lot, man, trauma-wise, just life, everybody's been through stuff. And if I can connect with somebody, if I can create an experience, if I can if I can reach somebody on a deeper level, like, hey, you're not alone, just create the experience, a memory that they won't forget. Like that's 
that's definitely the biggest takeaway from any festival in general. Yeah. That's, that's good, man. I think, I think that's really, I think that's really solid advice, but Josh, so, you know, you joined recently and then since then, I think the only song that they've released is bounce. So were you like, were you like, okay, what am I getting into here? What's going on here? It sounds like Attila. What's going on? You know, like, what oh, you- oh, don't get me wrong. I love Attila. Oh, I love yeah. Attila. I'm extremely influenced by Attila and really? all kinds of stuff. Miss May I? I love them. Um, I'm pumped. Just playing. <laughs> okay, so we're doing uh, Middle of the Mountains, Blue Ridge, and Carolina Uprising. Just playing one of those festivals, I've, I've already le- reached my life goal. But I get to do that three times in one year. And my mind is going to be blown. I'm probably going to, like, crap my pants while I'm up there. But hopefully it turns out pretty good. I can't fathom what it's going to be like. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, what's, what's the next goal after that? What's after these festivals? What's the next mountain to climb? Yeah. Yeah. I never thought I'd even get this far. Is that, is that your first show that, or have you guys played since or, or like, have have you played any, yeah, I don't think you, you probably obviously haven't played any shows with season since you've joined, have you? No, we played a show before. We we have another one coming up too. Another um. Oh, local show. oh, sweet! Is it uh, the restrictions are obviously probably kind of lifted down there in Virginia, or? Yeah, I think they have. Um, oh, for the most part, and bars and stuff are open till two a.m. again. Oh damn! Yeah, I because I'm up here in New Hampshire, and uh, I went into Walmart today, and they took off those signs off the bottom of the floor that went walk this way, walk that way, and I was like. Hell yeah, we're back to reality, you know? It's like now that I can walk anywhere in Walmart, it's a good sign. I got I got a name drop and show some love, man. We kind of we kind of we kind of broke the I guess like the whole like the whole band, like, oh, don't play during COVID, whatever. Yeah. But we we um everybody followed rules. We'll go ahead and get that out. Everybody was masked up and everybody was respectful. But no, we played a show. Josh's first show was uh, with the ladies in uh, GFM. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. Kevin's a huge fan of them, too. Uh, Gold, Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh. Those ladies are absolutely ridiculous in the best way, the best way possible. They're good. That was Josh's first show um, with us. But we were, it was like a 75 ticket cap, which I don't think any of us would have cared if there were like five people. We were just like, dude, we want to get on stage and act stupid with our friends and do what yeah. we love to do. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, we, I'm pretty sure I'll take you further, man. I'm pretty sure any of us would have like played next to a dumpster and be like, whoever shows up, shows up. <laughs> but it's just doing, it's just being able to do what we love, man, getting back to it. But yeah, Josh has played that one show so far. So then it's going to be going from that show there to a, to a festival. There you go. It may have been a small local show, but I was nervous as heck. I mean, I we've had problems trying to practice because either people couldn't get there on time or we had to change um, practice space. I had like legit three or four practices before, like within three months before that show. And that's why I got the CD and I just listened to it over and over and over. And I just memorized it. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I guess Matt, uh, 
before you found Josh to join the band, is your scene like mine where drummers are impossible to find? They're like they're like rare artifacts. They're they're, they're dinosaurs. So I'm gonna I, like this is bragging, and I'm sure like dude, I've been I was having this conversation actually with our Blue Ridge contact. I'm not sure who y'all's is, um, but having this conversation with our contact a while back, um, Emily Musi, and yeah, that's my I was like, well, yeah. And I was like, man, like this band almost didn't happen because of drummers. So try to make this as short as possible so it makes sense. Um, our front man, who at the time was the original drummer of this band. Um, oh, wow. Um, him and I go back to, we, well, I've known, we've known each other since middle school. We used to sit around and we were like, hey, dude, let's start a band before he even owned a drum set. Um, him and I were in a band back in like 2012 that had a developmental deal it was a it was a butt rock band I'll, I'll flat out admit it it was straight oh, yeah, butt rock brother. but uh we had a developmental deal on the table with universal and atlantic and that then the band completely imploded um we started this band and it kind of um we had to beg him to get in the band to begin with and <laughs> uh we had a bunch of issues with our front man and he kind of he was kind of sitting there and he was like man let me give me a shot give me a shot so we're like all right i knew he could sing i mean i don't think i'll admit this because there's a cover we're about to come out with i won't say what it is everybody including josh would probably hate me if i dropped the name but uh there's a cover we're about to come out with and i knew he was vocally talented like i i used to be roommates with randall um but like i've been to karaoke like i knew he could sing but he was like, hey, man, give me a shot. Well, then that leaves us with no drummer. And we go to find a drummer. Yeah. It's just like we realized, like, how fortunate we are. I, I, Randall and Josh both, like, I don't know how you are up there up north. Um, but just, like, as far as, like, metal drummers, like, I'm not a drummer. I'm very creative. And I will say, like, I've had a lot of influence on a lot of the breakdowns that have happened. But up until we found Josh, Randall was like the only drummer that I ever played with that I could like just come up with something in my head, the most off time shit possible and be like, hey, do this. And he was like, all right, I can do that. And even now when we're writing, um, like I'll look at Josh and I'm like, look, man, like I'm, I'm fully aware and I'm going to be transparent. I cannot do what I'm about to ask you to do, but I need you to do this. Like... <laughs> Like, I mean, and that, that's what happened when we started the band, too. I mean, the original lineup, Randall and I are the only two remi- original remem- members remaining. Excuse me, I can't talk. But, um, <laughs> like, we were trying to audition drummers, and it was like, there's there's so few and far between, man. I mean, just solid guys who can play to a click, who yeah, want to be professional. Is, yes, no one can play to a click. It's like, what are you doing? Like, I like, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody. Dude, I hate old school people. I have a lot of respect. Let me let me clear that up. But everybody likes to use that term. Oh, in the pocket. No, uh, there's perfect. Okay. There's perfect time, or you're off. That's yeah. it. <laughs> what That's it. There, there's perfect time, or you're off. That there's there's no in between. Yeah, because I know for us, like we play with backtrack. So this is you got to be on time. You know, if you go off that time. Was my, that was my first time playing with the click track or backtrack. Really. How, did, how is that for you like adjusting to that was it pretty i actually prefer it i actually yeah. prefer it now yeah it's other band we don't use it we they go off of me and i'll do what i want yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, uh, you know, it, it just, I mean, especially if you have backtracks, which I don't know if you guys do for your live shows, but like without, I mean, if you have click tracks, I mean, uh, uh, backtracks, you, you need the click. Otherwise you are screwed. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, I don't know, man, like up here, up North, man, it, it is insanely difficult to find a drummer. Like it is incredibly, in, like, it's so difficult. And like, we, just went out to California to track some music with a, our producer. And like, there's just got, there's just talent everywhere. I mean, you turn a corner, there's a drummer over there. There's a guitar. I mean, it's just insane. It's like, what the fuck? Like there's nobody here. And then like everywhere else, I feel like there is, but it, at least I can take some solace in knowing that you guys were equally as screwed as us. So that's good. I feel Very like, good. I feel like there's a lot of drummers in this area and there are really good ones in their own, genre right like something that they mentioned before when i joined their band it's not just me clicking to their music or being able to play the music it's all of us clicking together as friends and yeah. partners in this band right yeah no that's and definitely that's, that's part like of it. The battle. yes i mean we've definitely come across some people who have the talent but they're you know they're 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 a little out there i mean let's be honest and you know like i don't mind a little out there but like a little out there in the bad way can be not good so uh, oh dude like i said like i said the backtrack like this band almost didn't happen because of lack of drummers in richmond like as as i mentioned randall and i are the only two like actual i guess like OG original members. If you wanted to get technical and get stupid, um, yeah. and either one of us are where we started. I was the original guitarist. Um, he was the original drummer. Now I'm the bassist. He's the front man. But um, nonetheless, uh, it's uh, it was like that. My one of my friends who I started the band with, like we kept auditioning drummers, and it literally got to a point we went through. I don't even know how many they do. And we looked at each other one day. We we're like, I swear to God, like if, if we can't get Randall to join or if we can't find a drummer, like this, this band is not happening. Cause it's not like, we can't find anybody who can do what we want to do. Yeah. No, it, we, we haven't had a full-time drummer in, Oh my God. Like since the end of 2019, we have not had a full-time drummer. We've uh, yeah. I don't know if it's like this up there for y'all, but like the, the shittiest part and to Josh's credit, because like I said, like, dude, what he said is so true. Like he learned our stuff off the CD. Like he's so talented. And so is Randall um, just in that aspect. But it was like, you know, we would have drummers hit us up and they were like, Oh yeah, dude, I've got 15 years experience. And then we go jam with him and we're like, all right, you have $20,000 worth of gear and you, there was one guy we played with where like literally i was like all right dude just give me single kick and a snare give me a straight rock beat and i wound up walking out like i was like i can't play with you like i'm not even being mean it's just like dude i can count to four i can do what i'm asking you to do and you can't do this like i don't get it it's or like or like a lot of the drummers are, you know, they're, they're like Beatles cover band. Just like, just like, just like, I mean, listen, man, do, do your thing. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to cut anybody down for doing their thing, but it's like trying to find somebody who's into metalcore and can drum. It's like, it's like, it's like, I don't even know, man. It's, it's a rare species. Uh, I'll say that. But, um, 
but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's been pretty cool. Uh, but, uh, but so I guess uh, you had mentioned before we got on uh, something about your track killing season. It has to do with, uh, go ahead, explain. I, I, I don't want to ruin the story. Go ahead. So um, I, I said this before we, we actually started the podcast, uh, yeah. just to backtrack. And it's funny because our management company, um, we're with MVK Music out of Orlando. They, they call us King Midas. Um, and for that reason, I'll tell you, like, this band accidentally steps in, like, golden piles of dog shit. Like, nothing we do is intentional. It's like a on-purpose accident, if that makes any sense. <laughs> like, we just try to do stuff, and people say yes, and we're like, we're, sitting, we're all sitting here, like, looking at each other like, holy shit, I can't believe that worked. But, um, no, so we had some, we had some friends through – friends etc and uh we wound up getting hooked up with uh with jason brooks who plays uh jason Borges in uh friday the 13th vengeance mm-hmm. and um actually the conversation started with peter anthony he's behind um friday the 13th um roseblood and just being associated with that franchise anyway is insanely huge i mean to be associated with anything jason Voorhees related is nuts um but no we kind of reached out man and we were like hey can uh are you guys accepting music submissions or can we can we send you something and try to get on the soundtrack we weren't even thinking the movie yeah uh, we were just like hey can we hop on the soundtrack here and uh, conversations kept going, and we got to a point where just being completely transparent here, which I don't mind, we were like, hey, should we, you know, should we target write this? Like, should we write from a certain standpoint, or should we um, just write a song and see if y'all like it? And Peter Anthony was like, hey, target write it, send it to Jason Brooks. And um, we did that. We wrote Killing Season, and what wound up happening is we wrote we were pretty much like if Jason Voorhees as fucked up as that dude is, we're like, if that dude could write a song, like if he could spill all his emotions on a page, like what would he say? And uh, we wound up doing that with killing season and uh, we send it to Jason and it wound up being his favorite track that we, that anybody had submitted. And he was like, Hey, you guys are going to be on the soundtrack. And this is also probably going to be the credit track for the movie to the point where he confirmed us the credit track. Um, but no, we, as far as like the videos go, just from a fan standpoint, and only a couple people have caught this. I say a couple people, you know, we've been very fortunate with this band and just our fan base, but there's a couple people who directly caught it. We kind of pulled some uh, really stupid like movie stuff and like we kind of released the videos backwards on purpose. Mm-hmm. So we came out with Killing Season first. And then we released our song Bounce. You know, if you watch the video for Bounce, you did a reaction earlier. Yeah. Um, you'll see a girl leaving a party. Mm. Um, all right. Well, now if you go watch Killing Season, you'll understand where she went. Uh, and, now I got to do a reaction to Killing Season now. I mean, I got I to gotta figure out what happens. And I feel like that's a lot more true to us, too. Um, and to get into it, I know we talked about it briefly before we started the podcast. Um, all of us are Attila fans. It's not like oh, we were jumping on their bandwagon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was no, oh, no. I mean, we know, we know it's coming, man. Like it's, yeah. it's such a like that was our goal. We were like, dude, we don't have a party song. Let's just write a stupid party song that can be an anthem. Just like 
whatever. I want to go out on a weekend. I want to go have fun with my friends. Like, let's do this. And that's what it turned into. And our lead guitarist, Mark, like, that's his favorite band in the world, Attila. So we were like, all right, well, we're just going to do this. But if you get into killing season, I feel like that's more so, like, what this band entails. And, I mean, we did target, write that song from, we tried to write it from Jason's perspective. However, um, just the music and everything else, that's a lot more, it's a lot closer to what we do. Um, And we try to not do the same thing twice. We're just actually kind of how we came out with Bounce. We're like, hey, dude, we don't have a party song. Let's write a party song. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's all just trying to reach a, a wide variety of people. Well, so Josh, what about you, man? I know that obviously you're brand, you're kind of newer. Like, what are you hoping to like? You you know you've listened to the the season CD and your O2 Santa Fe fifty three thousand times. <laughs> what you're sitting there listening to and you're like, man, I, now I'm in this band. I really want to get this into in a song. Like, is there like a certain kind of like, you know, do you want to get some eight oh eights in there? Do you want to get some corn spoken word? Like, what do you what do you like? What do you want to hear? Oh, Dude, if you don't, I'm like, I'm gonna cut this off, Josh. If you, after all our discussions, if you don't bring up Circus Survive right now, like, I'm, you're excommunicated, <laughs> dude. Circus Survive is my shit. Okay, that band to death. I've seen them in and out of state four different times. I've been waiting on the fifth time, but COVID's had to reschedule it two years later. Yeah, and yeah. I, I would love. I, I like okay so there's uh, seasons has shown a dark side and a light side to their music yeah so I'm definitely okay with swinging both ways for anything hey, um, how you doing yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the more melodic it can get the better but at the same time I still love the heavy energy and just like the 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 feeling of rage from it at the same time. So I'm cool with all that. If Randall decides one day he wants to sing like Marilyn Manson, then we'll write a Marilyn Manson version of a season song. And that'll be that. It'll still sound great. I love it. So you guys are just kind of open. There's no like set, like our right, guys, we're going to be a, a three chorus uh, verse chorus metal core band. You just, you just explore all kinds of different sounds, huh? Mm-hmm. Dude, I love I love how you brought up the three chorus thing. Like, dude, even listening back to past songs, and we're we're getting a lot better with that. Like, just being smarter composition wise. Like, there's some songs that our fans love, and like to go to your reaction you did earlier today. Like, <laughs> the whole three chorus thing is like listening to it. We're like, God damn it! Like, we shouldn't have done that again. <laughs> <laughs> three choruses is tough i mean for anybody you know it's not just you guys it's uh it's definitely something that i remember we did it for uh, one of our songs find me i'm missing and then after that i was like guys we're never doing three choruses again like it's just it, 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 like i mean maybe some bands can pull it off i just like i i, te- I i'm just a break I, my favorite band's a mirror so like choruses are kind of like you know i mean they don't really exist with a mirror i mean let's be honest but uh you know so but no i i was stoked to do the reaction and like i said kind of make it like a seasons kind of day because i know kevin's been hyping you guys up to me for a while and i liked that i mean it's on i put it i put it on our playlist so it's a it's a cool song man it's just there's no like you know listen we're super techie or anything like that it's just like man we're just here to have a good time and just bounce 
So I mean, and I don't, I don't want to shoot that down either. I mean, I, and I appreciate, like, I, I appreciate that like, you as an artist, especially pointed that out. Um, and we do try to, we try to really write to what's true to the song. Yeah. And I'll say that to our, to our, to our lead guitarist, Mark, um, who couldn't join us tonight. Um, I'd put him up against anybody, dude. He actually, we, so we started this COVID, uh, like his hard battle thing. He actually wound up like, battling alex from envisions um which was ridiculous dude so we so we 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 compare mark and it's a hell of a comparison he would shake his head and probably smack me but dudes like jason richardson jr like what he can do is absolutely stupid Mm. um what he does is he's very smart and intelligent and he writes to what fits the song. However, I love, I love that. Like his talent, though. Like if we were to just let him go, we're like, Mark, all right, all right, go six finger tap, sweep, do backwards arpeggios, and everything that you know how to do. We would turn into like between the buried and buried, like or like I mean anybody like that. I mean, but the talent here is ridiculous. It, I think it's. I think. Uh, Smarter to, to write simple though, the right? The com- the composition is what sets it apart, and I think that's also like, I guess the beautiful thing about it. Um, I think just speaking from an artist, and you know, people, especially like we live in cancel culture right now, and I'm sure you guys deal with it to some degree too. But yeah, you know, I think people tend to forget that artists, man, like you're given this blank canvas. And yeah, you should, you have a fan base that you're selling to, but you should be able to do what you're comfortable with. I mean, you obviously want to make your fan base happy, but there's, there's no limits to what you can do. Like Josh said, like if Randall, like one day is like, yo, I want a Marilyn Manson vibe. Like, all right, well, there's, there's no like written law. It's like, Hey, we right. can't go here. Like we're, we're going to do this because it feels good. It sounds good. It's sincere and it's genuine. We still got a town like, that our group like seasons you know what i mean it can't just be too random because i've run into that problem before with other bands too where yeah. one day we sound like corn and then the next day we sound like justin bieber you know what <laughs> i mean hey look hey look i'm not gonna knock that justin bieber like that dude sold how many albums same thing as everybody gives nickelback shit you can say what you want but nickelback is uh made a living and then some i mean listen they have some certified bops i mean i don't care what anyone says <laughs> But just imagine you know, a Justin Bieber, you know, him going like, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sick. I mean, let's be honest. Um, but it would sell. I promise you it would sell. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, so I guess I'll say this to you guys, because when, when we started, it said that we only had 40 minutes, because I've never done these with multiple people before. Usually I do it with one other person. I never get any kind of time limit. So I'll wrap us up here. Oh, excuse me, shortly, but I, I guess I'll ask you guys, I guess I guess kind of to, to send you off, if you each had to pick one vocalist to feature on a track and then one band to play with, like within reason, like it can't be like Circa Survive. I mean, I mean, listen, I, I hope you guys do get there, uh, but like, like, like something that's like kind of like within like you know you hit the baseball and you can kind of get it into in a center field you know you can you can you can get the ball out there like who would you guys pick let's start with you matt let's start with you um if i was to go um and i've been this is again telling myself i'm the old guy here um got a lot of friends doing this um if i can make it happen 
Um, I would absolutely love, and this might sound facetious to go against what you said, like it might sound kind of out there, but then again, like with some of the contacts, I would love if we could do a song and have LJ from Seven Dust. I said, that's my favorite band. Oh, damn. Um, Dude, I would, and just how bluesy he can get, man. If you look into their backstory, like he started his career before Seven Dust, like singing blues and R&B. Yeah. But like he can he can scream, he can yell, and he can also get that bluesy tone. So if there was like a vocal feature who I would like kill for, it would definitely for me it would be like LJ from Seven Dust. That'd be awesome. Josh, what about you? Gonna have to be Ollie Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. That's the amazing songs left and right. Like they've advanced so much i would like his harder earlier stuff too yeah his new stuff as well so either one or a little bit of both dude that'd be kind of cool to see like an ep with like lj and then ollie featured on it imagine that like that'd be pretty sick hey but you know what can i can i like for the sake of both our bands for seasons and for true shot you know the beauty of like where we are today is social media and you look at like somebody like What's his name? I don't want to butcher it. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But like Jarris Johnson, like the guy that got featured. So I remember like my wife showed me something like he hopped on like the Papa Roach track and yep. like he did something with Papa Roach just via like and then hopped on via TikTok and you know he's doing something with Bring Me the Horizon. Well then Ali Sykes finds out about it and he's like, yo, dude, hit me up. Let's go. Yeah. So I mean that's kind of the beauty with like the digital side nowadays is like I mean, I remember to go back, and this is getting back into, you know, fans can call it butt rock or whatever, but it blew my mind when you, you don't realize, like, who's paying attention. And I would say this to anybody, to any band at any level, whether you're a local scene or whatever. Like, the way that social media is, um, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they brought up, they were like, oh, Paul Crosby said something about you. For those of you who don't know, Paul Crosby is the original drummer from Saliva. And so in my head, I'm like, dude, why does the drummer from Saliva know who the fuck we are? Like, <laughs> why is that even a relevant discussion right now? Like, how does this dude know who Seasons is? Or why does he know our name? Like, you never know, thanks to social media these days, you don't know who's watching. Yeah, yeah. no, it's crazy, man. Doing the reactions, the, the, the people that I've managed to come into contact with, it's, it's crazy, but but yeah listen guys i appreciate having you on we're definitely going to do a round two only because like i said that it said 40 minutes when we first got on and i just don't want to cut you guys off so i'll figure that out on my end and we'll do a round two and maybe with some more of the guys Does that sound okay it does yeah. i have i have a request though okay what's up can we have a podcast and have true shot on our podcast absolutely dude you name the time and place i'll be there yes <laughs> But Josh gets to ask all the questions. If you go find him on social media, dude, he posts like this, like all these stupid posts, which I spend most of my day laughing at. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm open to it. I would love to come on and shoot the shit with you guys some more. And I'm looking forward to playing Blue Ridge with you guys. You guys seem like awesome dudes, and I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, you guys take care, and I'll say bye to you off the air in a more formal fashion.
Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode of the True Shot Gaspot podcast. If you want to help support us, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash trueshotofficial. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash trueshotofficial. And if you listen to this on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all the YouTube stuff they've been here for the past 20 years. And then Apple Podcasts, it was a five-star review. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, follow the podcast so that way you'll be notified when we release new episodes. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.